Sports Radio 104.3 The Fan. Every Saturday morning, it's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Terry takes you inside the outdoors. You know, hunting, fishing, camping. It's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Now, celebrating 20 years of bringing the outdoors to Colorado Radio, here's Terry Wickstrom. Good morning. What a beautiful day in the Rocky Mountains. Hopefully, as you're listening to me, you're on your way to do something outdoors because, boy, there's so much going on. There's just, uh, we're going to talk a lot today. We're going to cover fishing. We're going to cover shooting. We'll talk a little turkey hunting. During the course of the day today, um, we're going to give away uh, some tickets to the meat eater. He he does, he's going to be appearing at the Oriental Theater, June 8th. He does a podcast on Netflix, and also he's on the Outdoor Channel. So we will, uh, or the Sportsman's Channel, I can't remember which. But anyway, he's going to be in town, and uh, we're going to give away some tickets to that later in the show. But we just got a lot to cover today, so let's just go right to the phones. And joining us, one of our favorite contributors, joining us at a different time, Nate Zielinski. Nate, are you there? I'm here. All right, gotcha. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Terry. I'm down here at Bar Lake and ready to do some seminars. And uh, as your note read, I am on cloud lot at nine. I had uh, a very restless night because uh, yesterday I got the email, uh, the email I've been waiting for for, uh, for many years of my life. So I'm pretty excited that I drew a Colorado Bighorn sheep tag. You know, eventually you might even catch up with your wife. Holy cow, I got a, I got a lot of long ways to go, uh, but I, this first tag will help me get there for sure. Yeah, that's great. Well, you know, the sheep tags are hard to get. Your wife harvested one several years ago, and she's harvested a goat too, right? She has. She's got a big sheep and a big mountain goat. So she's got uh, she's got Ram and her Billy uh, knocked off the, the list, and I haven't started any of them. So this year I got a, I got an archery ram tag. It'll be my first time uh, on one of those hard-to-draw tags. I'm pretty excited about it. That's awesome. You know, I, mean, I know we're going to talk about a bunch of other things, but Colorado has such diverse big game, Nate. I mean, we've got the largest elk herd in North America. We've got the mule deer and white-tailed deer. We've got the pronghorns. The sheep, the goats, mountain lion, bears, you know, just diverse. And then, you know, turkeys kind of fit in between, I think, small game and and, and big game because you hunt them yep. a little differently. In fact, I think you were going to talk a little bit about turkey hunting today. Absolutely, Terry. You know, we do. We have everything. I think, uh, you know, I haven't looked at the numbers recently, but I think we're right up there on our big one sheep population as well. I think we're one of the highest uh, in the area for sure. So we, we do. We have such diverse, you know, big game and just opportunities, fishing and hunting. And, um, you know, we're slowly creeping up on the list for the, the overall status quo for big elk and big deer, you know. So not only is it a great place to to harvest just animals looking for me, but you talk about some of the biggest animals in the area. And, uh, we're slowly climbing that list for for some of the big bulls and big bucks that we have here. So we, uh, you know, yeah, we're very blessed to have the opportunities that we have here in the state, and you know, the opportunities to draw tags and things like that. And uh, you know, obviously, it's kind of a lottery system uh, to get the, the infamous sheep, goat, and moose tags. But uh, I was one of the lucky winners this year, so I'm pretty excited about that. But yeah, we have a lot of opportunity, and we are. We're going to talk about some wildlife fishing, talk about fishing in general. But we did want to start off with turkeys, just because. Right now, this is when it really starts getting good. You know, everybody, just like the big game season, especially with, like, the elk rut, everybody gets excited when it first opens. When that, the tag first is available to hunt, everybody rushes out and gets excited, and especially for those people hunting mountain birds. But 
even people on the eastern plains of Colorado, everybody gets excited when it first opens, but really it's that first week of May when everything goes into full swing. This is when all of a sudden you get warm temperatures where the birds are just more active. You actually have some breeding taking place, and we're starting to see some of the hens on nests, um, and that's really when you first start nesting up hard, when the gobblers really become extremely vocal, and really when they become more work- workable with a call. So really, for everybody, let's just pretend you have been struggling, this right here, this is the week, these are the temperatures that we need to, to really increase that success in the turkey hunt. So um, again, we, we always preach this because everybody tends to, to burn out. Everybody hits so hard so early, and then by the time it starts getting good, you see people losing interest or they're, they're struggled enough to where they're quitting. Um, and that doesn't need to be the case. You know, this time of year when things are getting good, um, now's when you need to put most of the emphasis on getting out there, building those patterns. Because um, now is when it, uh, your success rate is going to go dramatically up. We'll put it that way. So now is definitely the time to get out there and chase those turkeys. It really is. And it's such a comfortable time to be out there now, too, with the weather like this. It's so much nicer being out there. And there's so much activity in the woods. When you're hunting in a secure, a, a, um, secluded not secluded but you know (laughs) you're secure you know you're just hiding you're trying to get in the i can't think of the word it's gonna be a long day for me i think today nate but when you're you know but anyway you know you see so much you'll see small game moving around me you'll liable to see a deer or an elk because you're you're in you're in such a a stealth mode that you you, and if you really don't even harvest a turkey it's so great to sit in a blind and do a little calling and things like that this time of the year and the other important thing that we've talked about in the past and and that's patterning your gun and we're going to have talk about that more with Colorado clays later they're still 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 got shotgun patterning for turkeys and they've been tabulating the information about what kind of guns and chokes really maintain the pattern it's really been interesting but boy that's important Nate oh Terry it's huge important because again somebody that you know I'm shooting most of my turkeys with bows and crossbows but it's unbelievable how people you know they just assume their pattern's good they have no idea whether it's the choke tube, the length of your barrel the rounds that you pick i mean you know everybody thinks like oh hey i'm gonna you know choose uh you know some lead four shot or whatever it may you may be shooting and everybody thinks it's equal and it's just like a bullet coming out of a rifle every load that you're shooting out of that shotgun is going to have a different pattern it's different pattern to to your tube, to your length of barrel, to your particular gun. And again, you know, when we, we really promote shooting turkeys like in the head and the neck, those extreme vitals, because at certain distance, even though it's a bird and it's feathers, it's unbelievable how strong their feathers are, how strong their wing structure is where you know, if you body shoot a turkey at distance, the pellets literally bounce off. I mean, they do not penetrate. So it's one of those things that when we talk about shooting a headshot, a neck shot, extremely, you know, vital shot on a turkey, um, how small, though, that target actually is at 40 yards. So, you know, you buy yourself a turkey target, buy a, you know, a resemblance of a turkey target, that symbol of a turkey, and send it out there at 30, 40, 50 yards and shoot your gun with your tubes, with your round that you're going to hunt with, and, and look what it is. And I actually count pellets. I mean, my biggest thing is, I generally speaking, I want five to ten pellets in that head-neck area for me to say, okay, that was a great shot. You know, when you're shooting and you get maybe 
one pellet. You know, it might get the job done, but, you know, it, it starts getting really risky. So you need to look at your distance with your pattern and say, hey, I know that after shooting this target, I know that I have to have this bird within 28 yards or 35 yards, whatever the case may be. But by actually tuning that, you're going to know exactly what your capable distance is for that pattern, and it's going to make you more successful when you get out there in the woods. So it's a, it's a huge deal for people to understand. Let's switch up a minute here, and let's talk about fishing now. You're going to be a bar lake. Tell people what's going on out there and when they can come out. Absolutely. It's their fishing expo. I uh, started at 9 a.m. I'm out here right now. I do a walleye seminar at 11 a.m. Uh, so there's still time to come out here. Bar Lake State Park, guys. they got their fishing expo going on. So they've got literally a, a netted off section of the lake right at the boat dock. It's heavily stocked with trout for kids. So if you have youth anglers, bring them out here. Uh, they can catch some fish. It's a great program there. I mean, they got stuff for everybody. They're making T-shirts. So really about the youth, but they also got seminars. So Eric Ali is on stage right now talking about kayak fishing. I'm on at 11 a.m. talking walleye fishing, so we're going to talk about the specifics for Bar Lake, uh, just as well as walleye fishing in general, and then Matt Mascaris is on at noon. But uh, a great lineup of speakers, and again, we always talk about Bar Lake being kind of that sleeper fishery. I mean, it it is dynamite for walleye. So number one, it's just a great fishery in together. Two, it's got a lot of gear class of those keeper-sized fish for people that have been struggling with that size fish, so it's great for that. Uh, and the big thing about bar is it's going to be restricted to 10 horsepower or less. So you can use any size boat you want, but restricted to that 10 horsepower or less. So generally speaking, this is the ultimate fishery for the weekend. So when the Chatfield Cherry Creek Pueblo has got a lot of recreational boating on it, and it gets, I don't want to say hard to fish, but you just get a lot more traffic. Uh, a lake like Bar Lake has zero traffic on on the weekend, so it's a great spot for that. So we're going to be talking about ways to fish Bar Lake, ways to be successful, and just walleye fishing in general. So we encourage everybody, you know, uh, it's just you know, quick 45-minute seminar, come out here at 11 o'clock and, uh, and learn about walleye fishing at Bar Lake. All right, let's talk some walleye fishing, too. It's kind of going on right now. You know, Terry, we're right in that transition. I'll tell you, it has been a phenomenal spring in all the lakes we're fishing. Uh, you know, right now, Pueblo is fishing great. And Pueblo, uh, generally speaking, like always, is just a little bit ahead of the curve. Uh, water warms up a little quicker. Spawn wraps up a little quicker. Um, so we have got a ton of fish on structure in what I would consider a normal summer pattern at Pueblo. Like there's still, or excuse me, at Pueblo. Um, there's still some deep fish there, but if you hit the, the submerged structure, so the, the underwater structure in that traditional summer zone of that 10 to 15 feet you know 12 to 18 foot somewhere in that range if you're on a contour change on that structure there are fish on it and then you start fishing the points um again anything that is a contour change in 10 foot of water uh, out to get that 15 18 foot of water there are walleyes on it right now so you have a live bait bite with windy rigs and slow death you've got a jigging bite with grubs and bait and you know gulp alive all of those are taking place at Pueblo right now. So it is a great fishery. And then you look at Chatfield Cherry Creek, uh, and we have both. We have the typical spring patterns going place. So we saw the night bite going. Uh, like Cherry Creek, we still got an amazing bite out in that basin, that traditional deep water fishery like we talk about. Uh, to be honest, I'm still landing 60 to 70 fish a trip uh, at Cherry Creek in that deeper water. So that bite obviously is very hot. Uh, but we're also seeing at Chatfield Cherry Creek those fish sliding up onto the structure. So the jig bites, the live bait bites, all of that is just starting here in the last week or so um, at that Chatfield Cherry Creek type fishery. So, you know, anticipating as we go forth, especially with the temperatures that we're having, you know, the daytime temperatures now, uh, within a week, you're going to see all of that traditional spring bites, all that deeper water fishing subsiding, and you're 
you're going to see all those fish up on structure, up in that shallow water, um, and those bites taking off. So really anticipate the jig bites, the live bait bites, the summer patterns that are going to be May, June, July, uh, starting this week. So this is the time of year where you, know, you might see a little bit of that big fish bite data. Okay, the numbers and the action uh, is second to none right now in all these front range lakes for walleye. Yeah, when you bring that up, that's a great point. We need to set people's expectations because as the numbers of fish they catch go up, it's because those young, aggressive males are really a group together and feeding heavily. And they tend to, it's, you know, in, in a lot of lakes where there's a length limit, those males, if you get an 18, 19 incher, that's a, a long one. And they get called out pretty quickly. That's a big male. Absolutely. Yeah. And the, the females, the big mamas, the big girls are probably feeding at different times in different places. And you're not, you're, your numbers of big fish, not that you can't catch a big fish all year long, but they're going to be much more difficult to locate and they're going to be a lot pickier. And you're going to just not see the numbers of big fish. In fact, the biggest mistake I think people make is they're catching those those males and they think, well, I'm just going to sift through them till I get a couple big ones. Well, that might not happen. Those big ones might be feeding at night in a whole different place. Absolutely. We see a lot of our females suspending during the day. So whether they're feeding at day or night, you know, if you're on that, that great bite of those 15 to 20 inch fish, um, you know, that's the, that's the year classes that you're going to catch. Now, I would enjoy it. I would embrace it. But if you are looking for that 25, looking for that 30-inch fish, generally speaking, they're never going to deal with competition. So that's the best way to describe it. So these big, mature females, a 10-year-old, 30-inch female, that fish understands that they can't keep up with these juvenile fish. They're faster. They're more aggressive. So they tend to avoid that. They avoid the numbers. They want to be more independent. They don't want to have competition for that same food source so you know you go to you know, chatfield cherry creek you pull the structure you're going to pound those younger fish you pull off that structure you look for suspended fish it's a trolling bite in general um, and that's how you're going to find those bigger fish and they're very much catchable this time of year problem is you might fish all day for one or two bites the bites you get are going to be big but generally speaking you know people ask us this is a guide service all the time like man why don't you target those big fish I'm like, hey, you know, a, a general guest of ours at Tightline Outdoors, you come to us for a day of walleye fishing. And I say, hey, we can go fish structure, catch, you know, 70 fish, 100 fish, you know, probably you know, limit of, of fish to eat. Um, or we can go troll all day for one bite. You know, what would you rather do? And generally speaking, we very rarely have people looking for that one big bite. They want to go out, have a good day, catch a pile of fish, and have a good time. So, again, it, it's doable. You just have to really work at those bigger fish and, and fine-tune that pattern. But while that, uh, while that number of bites here, I would play it by the season. I would, uh, I would put the big fish on hold somewhat. I would save them for that September, November, you know, October time frame when you're going to have good time with those big fish. And right now, I would focus on those numbers and have a good time doing it. All right, Nate, we got to run, but uh, tell them again, you got a seminar at Bar Lake at starting at 11 o'clock, and there's stuff going on all day out there. Absolutely. So come see us at Bar Lake, and remember, we do have our Bass Obsession registration open. So we, a lot of people are, are haven't heard of this. Uh, again, we have a Bass Tournament, traditional team tournament at Chaffee Reservoir, May 19th, coming up in two weeks. Uh, and that registration is open. So go to tightlineoutdoors.com, and we are also doing a ton of stuff for Father's Day. So a lot of people are hitting us up for Father's Day gifts. Uh, if you want to get on that calendar, get a gift card. We're doing some good deals. Uh, make sure you call us up. So again, go to tightlineoutdoors.com, contact us from there. Uh, we'll get you set up. All right, my friend, thank you very much, and we'll be talking to you again very soon. You bet. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Honey Smoke Fish Company's Smoked Salmon. The secret is in the fire. Terry. 
Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Sun Power Sports, Colorado's largest ATV and motorcycle dealer. We're going to go right to the phones, and uh, joining us from Staunton State Park is Robert Lewis. Good morning, Lou. Hey, good morning, Terry. How you doing? You know, I'm doing really well. I, as Knowing where you're located, I'll bet it's just a gorgeous day there right now. It's gorgeous, and we are busy. Yeah. Well, you tend to get busy on weekends, but that shouldn't keep people away. Tell people where the park's located. Let's describe it to them. So we're basically out 285, um, heading towards like Fair Play, uh, about uh, 40 minutes from downtown Denver, roughly, um, off 285. And it's just, yeah, you, you'll, you'll see the signs. Fairly new park. What's it only been, about three, four years, or am I just getting old and don't remember <laughs> how, how long it's been? Yeah, it's, uh, 2005, uh, 2013. Yeah, so yeah, it's and it's a beautiful and it's constantly being expanded, is that right? Yes, sir. We're currently um we've added a couple new trails since I talked to you last and we are currently building a new visitor center. Well, and also now it's a day use park right now. Yes, and we're going to talk about some of the fishing and the trails and some special help you have for people there. But also you are adding campsites that'll be ready, walk-in type r- rustic camping, I assume, that'll be ready this summer, is that right? July 1st, but don't, don't hold me to that one. Um, uh, there'll be uh, walk-in sites anywhere from a 100-yard hike into about 500-yard hikes. Um, there'll be tent pads, picnic tables, and bear boxes, and no fires. Oh, it's just, I mean, what a beautiful setting. I mean, the scenery and the, you know, you're at a moderate elevation there, so it's, it, it, it can be a little cooler, and you've got the forest station there, but and you've got the view. Do you gain much elevation on your trails there? Uh, yes, sir. Anywhere from uh, about 1,500 feet, depending on what you depending on which trail you're on. And you said you mentioned you have. I think you have what? How much, about 30 miles of trails? You said. Yes, sir. 4,200 acres covering 30 miles of trails. I want to get back to those trails and how you can help people that maybe are a little challenged to enjoy those. But before we even get to that, let's talk about the fishing there. I know that you live right on the park. And you love to fish there. Now, there's a couple different places. There's two ponds that are close to the parking area, right? Tell me about those. Yes, sir. Those two are about a point, uh, point eight mile hike in from the trailhead. Um, they're stocked regularly, and uh, basically they'll be stocked from um, May through the uh, through September. So we stock them five times a year, both of them. And because they're stocked so regularly, people almost you can never guarantee success. But you rarely find people fishing along the shore of those ponds that aren't catching fish, do you? That is so true. Yeah, that's, it's, it seems like I, I never hear a report of somebody getting skunked. Yeah, and it's and you can fish by any means you want there. I mean, any legal means. You know, you can't throw yep. a stick of dynamite in, but <laughs> but uh, but you can fish with bait. You can fish flies. You can fish lures, whatever you want. And then there's another pond that's a longer walk in that's really the one that's your your favorite, isn't it? hike one way uh it's, it's elk falls pond um it's all brookies so i think the biggest one i've ever caught there was about 12 inches but they're just prolific and i remember when you before you had a, your own fly rod you used to tie a fly line to a willow and catch those brook trout i did i did they're ravenous back there they're always hungry so doesn't get a lot of pressure and you know and i, I would imagine it wouldn't hurt to keep a couple of those brookies back there if you walk want to take a couple out but if you just want to go have fun those brookies will provide you so much action. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nonstop action. It, it's really great. Now, I want to talk a little bit about some access things you have there. Um, first of all, you have some special rods and reels if, if people would show up and they're challenged. Tell me about those. So we've got 
two, they were donated to us from Craig Hospital. We kind of partnered with those guys. Um, one has got, it's just a thumb release. It's got an extra large trigger, so you can, like, use a forearm to, to depress that release. And the handle has big foam handles, so if your hands don't work, you know, dexterity-wise really good, it's got a big foam handle you can crank, crank it in. Uh, the other one we have has got a small battery pack. Uh, it's a finger release, so you can cast it with just a finger. And then it's got a small button and a motor hooked to the reel uh, that reels in. Yeah, so if you are, you know, if you're challenged by maybe uh, the use of one arm or something, you could fish with that. Or the other one, if you're challenged with your dexterity. So you're really out to help people that have some ch- physical challenges. You know, really get out and enjoy the outdoors and your trails. You know, and your trails, even though they're not ADA approved. By the way, you did put in an ADA fishing ramp, though, didn't you? Yeah. So over at the Davis Ponds, there's an, uh, uh, probably about a 24 by 12 um, ADA fishing pier. So. And those are the lakes that are heavily stocked, so it's almost, you know, I'm sure that people are going to be able to catch some fish off of those. But you have another program that really intrigues, intrigues me and one I want to talk about. And you have, uh, people have seen the track chairs that are uh, different television shows have featured them. I know a lot of the groups that work with veterans who are amputees and things are using, have, have got these track chairs and they put programs together. But you have a couple of these track, they're a wheelchair on tracks right at the park, don't you? It's our Staunton State Park track chair program. Uh, they're free to the public. Is all you have to do is go to our Staunton State Park webpage, uh, CPW, and there's a link for track chairs, and you can go and view an availability calendar and make a reservation. It takes about three minutes. Yeah, and it's just so fantastic that um, the fact that you got these chairs there, and they're available certain days of the week, and you got like you said, you have to reserve them. Yep. But uh, can they get by through most of the trails in the park? So not most of the trails. A lot of the trails are pretty heavy and pretty pretty steep. Um, what we have is uh, we run them on Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays, and they cover about uh, 13 miles of our trails. So and, and on the brochure or when you go make a reservation, it shows exactly which loop you want to choose. Um, last year we put 138 people through and covered 346 miles of trails. Could I reserve one of those chairs to go to the pond and fish? Absolutely. All you got to do is in comments just say, hey, we're wanting to fish. And uh, when that volunteer, we, every trip has to have a volunteer go for safety. We have radio transmissions. Uh, we, can, we can contact and radio in case there's an emergency. Uh, just let that volunteer know you want to fish, and they'll make sure they pack a lunch and uh, hang out with you while you fish. That wouldn't be that. Can I volunteer for that? That sounds like pretty good work. We're actually accepting volunteers for that program specifically, and uh, the same place you make a reservation, there's a link to become a volunteer for the track chair program. Oh, that's awesome. I'm sure people will sign up because people love giving back, and oh, yeah. especially people in the outdoors. Got just a few seconds left. The one thing we didn't touch on, you have a pretty good uh, watchable wildlife experience there too, don't you? Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously with our hours now going from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m., uh, you're getting more into those uh, that habitat time when those guys are out moving around, whether it be elk, bear, lions, marmots, uh, yeah, whatever. There's a lot. There's a lot to see. A lot of birds. You know, the one last thing we should mention about the park too is the fact that it can get pretty busy on weekends. And but I'll tell you what, a great time to come up there if you can get away during the week. You're such a short drive from Denver. Make a day trip up there during the week, and you find a lot less crowded. I think and a lot more fun, don't you? I, I totally agree with that. I'd like. To- I'd like to push that a little bit for people that have that opportunity. They'll, uh, uh, I wouldn't say they'll have a better experience, but they'll have a, they'll have a, a more intimate experience. Maybe they may be the only person fishing on the lake. 
uh, over at Davis Ponds could be. That could, that's a possibility during the weekdays. All right, that sounds great. Lou, thanks for joining us. Hopefully a lot of people will get out and use the park. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me on, Terry. You bet. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Sun Power Sports, Colorado's largest ATV and motorcycle dealer. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Honey Smoked Fish Company, Smoked Salmon. The secret is in the fire. Before we go to our next guest, I do want to make a comment that I'm going to be on remote the next couple weeks. We're going to be at Adventure Camper. You just heard that spot for them. Next week, we're going to broadcast there. They're having an open house with lots of activities. We're going to tell you more about that later in the hour. And then we're going to be on remote the week after that, too. We'll give you all those dates. That's You need to follow us on Facebook. So if you want to come out and see us when we're on remote, we'll put out on our Facebook page, Terry Wickstrom Outdoors, where we're at. We also post a link to my column in the Denver Post every week on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on Facebook. And then we put links every time Karen puts a, a show up on our YouTube channel where there's about 100 episodes of The Best of Fishing with Terry Wickstrom. Uh, Karen puts a link to that video on our Facebook page. And we have special guests coming up, and we have trivia giveaways and all those. We'll tell you all about those on our Facebook page. So follow us on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on Facebook. Let's go to the phones now. And joining us from Navajo Reservoir is Rob Carter. Good morning, Rob. Hello, Terry. How are you today? You know, I'm doing great. And knowing where you're located and in the south, uh, you're probably enjoying some very sunny, beautiful weather down there right now. We certainly are. It couldn't be any nicer. Now, could have used a little more rain this uh, this winter or snow. We'll talk about that in a, a little bit, but I don't think it's going to curtail the activities down at Navajo. Why don't you tell people where Navajo Reservoir is located and kind of describe the park? You bet. We're about uh, 35 miles from Pagosa Springs, Colorado, and also the same direction. We're about 35 miles south of Durango, Colorado, uh, right next to the New Mexico-Colorado border. Uh, great destination from Denver area. You know, we're about six and a half hours, I'd say, from the Denver area to get get to Navajo Lake, and it's it's beautiful time of year and great fishing this time of year as well, too. Oh, and we're going to talk about that fishing because it is phenomenal. In fact, I filmed a television show there in late May and just had an incredible time. We'll talk about that. But you know, th- you got some other amenities there too, and it is a different kind of park. First of all, the lake straddles the Colorado-New Mexico border, so the marina where you're at is in the Colorado side, and and uh, people can come in there, get in with a Colorado Parks Pass, and actually fish the entire lake. You need a um, New Mexico fishing license if you go past the border, but you can sell them that right there. So it's unique, but the structure of the lake, too, people refer to it almost like a mini Lake Powell, don't they? Yes, sir, they do. There's a lot of nooks and crannies and canyons that you can go back into and and get away from any of the crowds. And it's a bit, how long is that lake? Isn't it like 200 and some miles long or something? It's it's, uh, 32 miles long. And 200 and some miles of shoreline, is that what it is? Yes, sir, several hundred miles of shoreline. Yeah, that's what I knew was. And it's fantastic. Like you said, the nooks and crannies. Now, we do want to tell people that your corner of the state didn't get the snow and water. Now, we still could get some rain, but I would assume the water is a little low. Is that going to affect access at all? Not really, Terry. The, the water level right now is about uh, 60-50. The anticipated low I, I heard the other day at the Bureau of Reclamation meeting would be 60-30, so that's down about another 20 feet. We're down, so we'll be down maybe 80 feet total of, of, of full pool. Uh, our boat ramp, however, is the longest boat ramp in Colorado, so there should be no problem accessing the, the water. Uh, going through our ANS inspection, which right now is open from 8 till 6 as well, too, so... 
uh, I actually think the lower water level kind of concentrates the fish, and, and fishing might even be better. Well, and you've got great fishing. Tell people the species of fish they can catch there. Oh, boy, we've got, uh, right now, the crappie fishing is very good, as well as the smallmouth bass. We have largemouth bass. We've got kokanee salmon, rainbow trout, brook trout, catfish, bluegill. Uh, don't sure if I covered them all pike. or Pike, you didn't mention the pike. You got oh, a great... the pike, the northern pike. We have huge pike. Oh, great pike fishery. In fact, when I, when I filmed there, um, we caught, we didn't catch a giant pike the, the, when I filmed there, but when I filmed down there, we probably caught 30 pike, and most of them over 30 inches. We caught, I was, they weren't giants, but they were nice, and they were fat. We caught two smallmouth bass were probably five pounds. We caught a catfish that was probably 15 pounds, and we caught a carp that was probably 20 pounds. One day on the water there. So it's a, a good day, Terry. Oh, and you, uh, the, I've never actually come down for the crappie fishing, but crappie fishing is taken off right now. I would imagine right now the crappie, as you mentioned earlier, are probably about the best. They, they are. It's, it's water temperature at the marina here and at the Two Rivers Marina is 52 degrees right now. Further south you go on the lake, the water will warm up and probably crappie fishing is a little better. But there's been some good, good-sized crappie being caught. You know, they're in the 13, 14 inches. And then the pike right now too. I would imagine they're they're kind of they're kind of they've probably they've spawned already, of course. But they're probably getting they're probably feeding off points and shallow shallow flats right now. Yes, sir, they are. And even trolling for the pike across some of the rocky points, or or like you say, fishing the shallow shallow rocky areas can be very productive for the pike. And then of course your bass. The bass are probably just in their pre-spawn. The smallmouth you mentioned are really getting active. The largemouth won't be far far behind, will they? No, sir, they won't. Now, another thing we should mention, too, that you have there at the marina is that you rent boats. Yes, sir, we do. We rent, uh, right now we have both 18 and 22-foot uh, fishing pontoon boats. We also have a 30-foot boat, which will has a 14-person capacity. I would call that one our, our party hut because it's more of a, a pleasure cruising cruising boat. It has a grill on it, and it, it's very nice for parties and families to get together on, on the bigger boat. And if people want to stay, now there's there's hotels available like in Durango and those areas, but you've got lots of camping available and amenities right there at the park, don't you? Yes, sir, we do. We actually have three cabins that can be rented out. There are two bedroom cabins, have full, uh, you know, just full bathrooms and kitchens, uh, refrigerators. People would need to bring their own bedding. And then we have several hundred campsites, both from primitive to full hookups. And, and yeah, and so and the campsites are all open right now? Yes, sir. Everything's open in the park right now. And if a person wanted to reserve those, the best way to reserve them is online. Go to the CPW website, and you'll see a little spot that says Reserve America. You can click on that and check the availability of the dates that you're wanting to come stay. Yeah, and it's just a, a fantastic, fantastic place to come down and fish. You know, the fact that it is about a five-and-a-half to six-and-a-half-hour, five- to six-hour drive from Denver means that you do get away from the front-range crowds. And with the size of the lake, the fishing, and then there's so much else to do in the area. It's a beautiful area just for hiking and wildlife watching and scenery, too, isn't it, Rob? Yes, it is. There's a great hike close by called Chimney Rock, and we have our watchable wildlife area that you can view here right here at the park. You'll see bald eagles, golden eagles, good chance of bears, mountain lions, coyotes, deer, elk, 
Uh, it's, it's a beautiful, watchable wildlife. Yeah, and, and you can stay. Like you said, you've got the cabins and camping right there, or there's towns in the area that have great accommodations. You can day trip the park. But what, getting down there, bring your boat or fish from shore, is there pretty good shore access? There is. It's a little rocky now with the water being being low, Terry, but uh, over by Windsurf Beach on the Colorado side, it can definitely be be good. And that's a very good catfishing area, too. All right, Rob, we got to let you go, but thank you so much for joining us. Yes, sir, Terry. You have a good weekend. Thank you. Bet. You bet. That's Rob from uh, Navajo Park. What a great place. Um, I've did a couple television shows down there. I think one is on my YouTube channel. I'm not sure. I'll have Karen check and let us know. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by... Honey Smoked Fish Company, Smoked Salmon. The secret is in the fire. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Sun Power Sports, Colorado's largest ATV and motorcycle dealer. We're going to go right to the phones as we're joined by Ray from Adventure Camper. Good morning, Ray. Hello, Terry. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. What a beautiful day. Oh, my goodness. It's perfect outside, isn't it? I was worried if you'd even be able to break away and... uh, and call me because when it gets nice like this, people start thinking about camping, don't they? We've we've had a busy start to the day so far, but uh, yeah, it's it's uh, camping season, that's for sure. Well, and um, we'll, we want people to come down there every day, but we have a special day coming up next week. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, next week, Saturday, May twelfth, will be our annual open house, and it's a fun event. Uh, Number one, of course, we've got great show specials uh, uh, that day, and, of course, we're extending those show specials now to anyone that wants to uh, get into a camper now. Uh, but we've got great show specials on our new units, uh, particularly the Sonoma Travel Trailers. We've got specials on Viking Expandables, and we've really got discounts along with a free Colorado State Parks Pass on any trailer that you purchase. Um, but beyond the business side of it, it's just a fun event. We're going to have Hawk Quest out here with their uh, live birds of prey. They'll bring out four different raptors, uh, which are really cool to see. If, if you've never seen a, uh, an eagle or a, a hawk or an owl up close, they're impressive animals. So and Hawk fun. Quest is actually going to join us later on in the second hour and talk about everything they do. But people, if you want to see them in person next week, the, well, those raptors are amazing. Oh, they're amazing. Yeah, they're, they're fantastic. Um, and then we'll have your pal, Brad Peterson, out doing uh, four different fishing clinics, uh, including one, a kid's fishing clinic, where the first 20 kids uh, to arrive at the 11 a.m. fishing clinic get a free fishing pole. Well, that's awesome. And I know that those fishing poles were donated by Adventure Camper, and thank you. We're evangelistic about kid- getting kids outdoors. I think it means uh, it just means so much to the outdoor community and to our culture, Ray. And and uh, nothing funner than watching a kid catch his first fish. You know, that's a lifetime memory for any parent. Oh, you're exactly right. Although I get jealous. My kids catch more than I do, so then I just wanted to grab the rod because I'm kind of like that. But You know, you didn't have to admit that on air, Terry. You could have kept that one secret. Yeah, I, I could have. You being an honest guy. <laughs> <laughs> so then um, I, I think there's going to be food next week, too. Yeah, we're going to have Famous Dave's uh, bringing over uh, barbecue for eats for everybody. So it, it's, a, it's a fun Saturday afternoon. If you're uh, just out looking for something to do, a great family event. But if you're looking to buy a camper, it's the best deals of the year. Now, how do people find your place? Now, it's it's kind of tucked away, so it's not right along a main road. So let's kind of go over in detail. And then there's a map on your website, too, we need to send them to. But let's go over kind of where you're located and how they get there in detail. And then let's send them what, where they can find the map. Sure. Okay. Um, we are 
located near the intersection of Arapahoe Road and Jordan Road. Um, our address is 14051 East Davies, and that lies about a block and a half south of Arapahoe. Uh, we're right off of Blackhawk, which is uh, uh, near Jordan in southeast Metro Denver. All right, and then if they go to adventurecamper.com, there is um, there is not only uh, a little. I, I went and looked, and there's a little uh, thing that talks about what's going on next Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then there's also, if you scroll down, there is a map with directions. I think it takes you right to like Google Maps or something. It does. That's exactly right, Terry. Um, and that's at adventurecamper.com. And if you just go to the Contact Us page, you'll see that map, and it'll give you driving directions right to us. And what are the hours next week? Well, technically, we're going to start up at 9 o'clock, but really the show doesn't begin until you get here, Terry. So you're <laughs> doing a live broadcast for us from 10 to noon, and that'll really kind of get the event rolling. Um, we've got Brad Peterson doing the uh, kids' fishing clinic starting at 11. Hawk Quest gets here from noon to 2. Uh, throughout the day, we've got Colorado State Parks uh, here doing a number of different presentations for us. And uh, uh, Brad's doing uh, a total of four fishing clinics, uh, separate fishing clinics during the day, including uh, fishing in Rocky Mountain National Park, fishing new water, uh, stream fishing. So uh, it'll be a good event, fun event. And just so people know, Brad is a renowned fishing educator. He worked at Camp Fish for the in-fisherman people as a counselor for quite some time, just teaching fishing uh, with people like Al Linder, the Linder family, and those people. And he also ran a youth organization of his own for several years that took kids out fishing and hunting and he's been involved he's also a tournament fisherman who's on a tournament today in fact and he's um, a very accomplished angler you hear him on this show all the time you see him at the international sportsman's exposition Uh, brad not only knows really how, how to fish he's a great angler but a lot of people that know have trouble sharing that information, relating it. He's extremely good at sharing the information and you leaving with an understanding to help you catch more fish. You did mention that I'll be broadcasting live there. Um, I'd love for people to come down and say hi. When we do get out on a remote location, I really, really love for people to come out and say hi to me. Um, I usually hang around for a little while after the broadcast so I can, you know, it's kind of hard to talk during the broadcast. We get some breaks. I can say hi and things like that. But I'm more than happy to hang around after the broadcast and visit with people. I, if, one thing I like better than fishing and hunting and camping is talking fishing and hunting and camping, Ray. It's, <laughs> there we it, are. It's just, it's just great. And I love it. And it gives me a chance to interact with the public, too. And I'll tell you what, folks, if you've never been to Adventure Camper, here's a chance to come down and kick the tires, see what's going on, and meet Ray. You'll meet you, know, you and your family, Ray. Just a family-run business. You're just great people. Well, thank you for saying so. We try hard. Uh, but, yeah, it's going to be a fun event next week. We've got great inventory availability still. We've got a good selection of off-road campers from both uh, Viking and Realite. We've got a really good selection of larger campers from both Solaire and Sonoma. Um, great sales on the Sonomas in particular, and they're our top-of-the-line trailer. So, uh, whether you're looking for a, a gorgeous big rig or uh, uh, something smaller that you can maneuver down the back roads, we've got it all. Yeah, I've got some of the deals sitting here in front of me. I don't know if I should let the cat out of the bag or not. If you want to tell them a couple, go ahead. Well, on the Sonoma Travel Traders, uh, we, number one, when we uh, offer a new unit for sale, we typically discount it heavily from what the manufacturer recommends we sell it for. 
We start out with about a 25 to 30 percent discount to begin with. Next weekend, uh, well, actually starting now, um, you can take an additional $1,500 off any uh, Sonoma from our small 17-footers up to the 24-footers that are just gorgeous. Um, we'll have $500 off on any trailer on the lot, uh, $1,000 off on our Viking expandables. So if you've got uh, a fairly large family and a fairly small tow vehicle, that's the perfect camper for you. Um, and with any new camper purchase, we give you a free Colorado State Parks Pass. We want you to go down and enjoy Navajo. All right. Now, I'll tell you what, we got to let you go. But I'd be willing to bet that if they came in and bought their RV today, they could still come back and eat with us and enjoy the seminars next we, week. We, we'd, still, we'd still buy them a barbecue sandwich and a glass of lemonade. That's right. All right. Ray, thank you so much. Great talking with you, Terry. Look forward to seeing you next weekend. Yep, we'll be out there. That's Ray from Adventure Campers. Tell you all, we're going to be, um, listen to the fan during the week. We're going to be talking more about it. Go to adventurecamper.com for all kinds of details. But also, we'll be posting on Facebook that we're there. So you follow us on Facebook, Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. You'll know when we're going to have a special event, when we're broadcasting from somewhere. If we're having a special interview come up, you'll you'll see a link to my column in the Denver Post if you follow Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. I write a column every week for the Denver Post on the outdoors. You'll see our link to videos. You'll see fishing reports if I get out and there's something I think worth sharing that I want you people to get out. We'll put that on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. You need to follow us on Facebook at Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on the radio is brought to you in part by Sun Power Sports, Colorado's largest ATV and motorcycle dealer.